Welcome back, welcome back, Red Lizzo Sports Talk, episode 31. Today we're going to be talking about the Elite Eight, how crazy that was, the final four matchups now. The NFL going to 17-game schedule, what does that mean? What's that going to be like? Um, we got to talk some NFL draft talk with all these QBs getting thrown everywhere. It's crazy, all these trades and all kinds of stuff. Them Dolphins, that was a hell of a trade they did. But um, we're going to see where these QBs will be they going. Uh, we're going to talk about some UFC. We got a new heavyweight champion. Um, who's going to be next for him now? We're going to talk about that. We're gonna, we can't leave out the women. We're going to talk about the women's final four. Um, we're going to talk about that. Who's doing what? How we think the one of the Elite Eight games went. Uh, then we're going to talk about some local um, university football that's playing in the spring in this area. I'm from Virginia. So we're going to talk about James Madison University and then... We're going to talk about some VMI football, Virginia Military Institute. Wow. And then we're going to close it up with uh, Major League Baseball opening day today and what we think about that. Um, but, of course, of course, of course, we're going to start off with that NCAA basketball, how crazy it was. Um, I know I was the one here talking about I couldn't wait to see USC. Hope they won so they could play Gonzaga just because, you know, they talking about, you know, Evan Mobley, whatever, supposed to be the number two pick in the draft, and la, 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 la him and his brother, and they're long, and, and, and to be honest, I was watching them, and I'm like, trying to build it up, trying to build it up, but at the end of the day, Gonzaga is for real, for real, for real. I've been trying to hide it all year, I've been trying to deny it, I've been trying to say, oh, it's the same old Gonzaga, it's not, it's not your daddy's Gonzaga team, no more. this is brand new. Brand new Gonzaga basketball. They got stars on their team. They got personalities on their team. I mean, the dude that's the, the, the biggest media guy, um, uh, the dude with the mustache. You know what I'm saying? He out here destroying mugs. Time. That's in the time. He's destroying mugs. And he is what? The third best player on the team? And he's popular than anybody. You know what I'm saying? Suggs, the point guard, is supposed to be maybe the number one pick in the trap, maybe the number two pick in the trap, something like that. And 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 the, and the player of the year in the whole conference don't even get talked about. How crazy is that team? How crazy is that team? The player of the year, nobody even talked about him. That's how deep this team is. This, this is a squad. This is a squad. And in watching the game versus USC, it was like overmatch. And I was surprised. I was like, well, maybe USC will hang in there for the beginning. Nope. 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 Gonzaga, the one thing about Gonzaga is, I know they play in a, you know, at a, maybe a lower whatever level of a conference that people might say, whatever, a mid-level conference. But they never play down to nobody. They destroy everybody. And even the non-conference teams that they play, they destroy them. I mean, who was the champions last year? Virginia? They destroyed them. Destroyed. And Kansas, who's always a powerhouse, destroyed them. You know, it's it's crazy how bad <laughs> this is. Like, you know, I, some teams, whatever, they're superstars. Remember the UNLV teams back in the day? They always talk about Gonzaga be one of the best teams ever if they go undefeated. And people are trying, trying to poo-poo and people are trying to, oh, well, 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 well. I think it's just because it's Gonzaga, to tell you the truth. But if you really look at it, okay, the conference is what it is. But the out-of-conference, they're destroying people. Destroying. 
It's not like it's like no close games, no one possession games, no nothing like that. They're destroying them. So I mean, that's another debate for another day. But um, I mean, I don't know, man. I mean, you know, Evan Mobley did this thing. He had seventeen five and three, but he had no threes. And they talk about him being like lottery pick, this and that, that that. I can see what the potential they're talking about. But hey, man, in today's NBA, even though you're a stretch guy like that, which you going? Who's it going to be a stretch four probably? You know what I'm saying? You got to be able to pull up and hit the three, son. You ain't made none. None. Your brother, on the other hand, made a couple, but he's not athletic like him. You know what I'm saying? So I look at him and I can tell he's going to be something. Um, But we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Um, And maybe Tom's not going to be that guy in the NBA. You know You know what I mean? Like maybe he's not. But, hey, as far as college goes, it's kind of like Christian Leitner. In the college game, <clears throat> he showed off. He showed out, and I couldn't stand him. Still don't like him. I don't even know why, but I still don't like him. But he's a he's a college Hall of Famer, you know what I'm saying? So, Gonzaga, man, it's crazy. And then my heart breaks when I say this next one. Especially, I know Brandon, too, man. We were talking in the game. It's bull crap, man. Michigan waited to the last game to play horrible. Like, they played, like, so weird. Don't, it just didn't even look like the same team, yo. The point guard played, I don't know, if the other point guard for UCLA, I mean, he's super fast, too. Maybe that's what it was. Maybe he took him out of his game, but he didn't look like the same player. Uh, Wagner didn't do crap. The run, freshman boy in the middle, they was bobbling the ball in the beginning. Like, I, I, it just they just seemed out of whack. And I feel like Brooks should have took the last few shots. He was the only one that stayed composed. He was the only one that was there. You know what I mean? I think Brooks... Should have been there, and I don't know why Juwan, why Juwan Howard designed that play for, for Wagner. I mean, he said he said that's the play he wanted. Really, I feel like you could have used him as a decoy and used Brooks, and it would have been a way better shot. Or the boy that looks like Tim Hardaway Jr. <laughs> he looked just like Tim Hardaway Jr. The way he's shooting everything, as dark as he is, and everything, yo. But uh, whatever, UCLA, just like VCU from the first four to the final four. What can you say? I mean. I couldn't name somebody on their team before this all started. And the coach, I can't stand him because he started off in the Big East and he went to Cincinnati and now he's at UCLA. And, hey, kudos to you, man. Kudos to you. You did your thing, Cronus. But the boy, that's the killer. He transferred from Kentucky. Who transfers from Kentucky? Now, granted, UCLA is a well-known basketball powerhouse. We know about UCLA, but UCLA ain't been, ain't been UCLA in a long time. I mean, even when they last time they were probably relevant was when Lonzo Ball was there. But even before that, what was it? Eddie O'Bannon and Tyus Edney and all them. Remember when Tyus Edney ran all the way down the court all fast? You know they made that layup to win the game. And Eddie O'Bannon trying to sue the NCAA to get his like his his rights and likeness and so he can make some money and stuff. Cause he ain't do nothing in the NBA to make no money. So he should have made it to college. That's why he's trying to do it. He's like, I can't make it to the next level. Let me try to get some bread down. You know that's what he was thinking. But, um, but I mean, UCLA is cool. I'm happy for the story. I'm happy for that. But you're going to get destroyed by Gonzaga. It would have been much better to see Michigan play them. And honestly, it kind of hurts. If something could hurt Gonzaga or give the argument that they're not one of the best teams ever is because they keep playing these double-digit seeds or they keep playing like they're not playing like a one seed or two seed. They're not doing any of that. You know what I mean? So maybe that might be the one thing that hurts them. They keep having all these cake games. Um, we saw Houston beat Oregon State. 
I didn't really have a dog in the fight with this one. I'm cool with Houston winning. Kelvin Sampson, coach, um, I followed him for a while. You know, he's been through some good times, some bad times. It's kind of cool to watch them. That that guard they got, boy. Ooh, he's a dog. <laughs> he is a dog. But Oregon State, man, you weren't even supposed to be in the tournament. You know what I mean? So I'm 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 cool with that. I'm cool with whatever happened with that. You know what I mean? And then my Baylor Bears. That was my pick. Baylor Bears. Beat Arkansas. It was a good game, but Baylor over when they, they you know they they finished the game, put it that way. So we're looking at it, we got Gonzaga versus UCLA, and then we got Baylor versus Houston. And you know, I can't see none of these teams back next year. Maybe Gonzaga, because they got another big recruit coming. And probably Baylor too. But I'll tell you what, Michigan Wolverines, Juwan Howard, he's starting something big there. He's starting something real big there. And I'm telling you, Michigan's gonna be back for a while. You know, you know what I'm saying? They have the number one recruiting class coming in next year, Brandon. You hype, ain't you, baby? You hype. Jalen Rose is hype. I'm hype. I love them baggy shorts, ball heads, blacks. Let's go. That's how I started liking them. You know what I'm saying? That 5 4. Jalen was my dude, though. I mean, Chris Webber was the star, but Jalen was my dude. You know what I mean? Chris Webber was always kind of punky to me. And I'm glad he was a rival for the Lakers when he was in Sacramento Queens because he was always a little punky to me. But Jalen was that dog. Sorry, we had to keep a ring from him too, Cobe. And sorry, Cobe had to put 81 on him too. But Jalen's my dude, though. Anyway. But you know who got the number 10 recruiting class? Patrick Ewan in my Hoyas. Don't sleep, son. People people think, oh, and you got all this turmoil or whatever, whatever. whatever. Look what happened. We had turmoil. People leaving, people going, people going over here, doing all this, doing all that. And then what happens? We make a run and win the Big East tournament. Yeah, we lost in the first round of the tournament. We weren't even supposed to be there, though. But Patrick Ewing showed what he could do. And now we got the number 10 recruiting class coming in. For Georgetown, that's humongous. It's humongous. So, back to the Final Four. I think we all know. If we know Gonzaga's going to beat UCLA probably, probably by 25. I mean, the line. They'll be respectful for the line and make it like 13, 14. But they're going to win by 25 or more. Come on, yo. You know. Baylor. Hey, Baylor's a high-octane offense. Houston. Remember what I said about Houston? I picked them to lose to uh, Rutgers. And they, I mean, anybody knows and saw the game knows that they should have lost to Rutgers. Yeah, they should have lost to Rutgers. Rutgers choked. But I said it's those kind of games that can propel you to whatever, whatever. And here they are in the Final Four. Now, I hope that propelling ends now because if I have to see a national championship game of Gonzaga versus Houston, I'm not even watching that. Nope. It's going to be a blowout. We need to see the game that everybody thought it was going to be the game from the beginning of the year. Number one versus number two all year long, Gonzaga and Baylor. And really, Gonzaga needs this game to give some more credibility to their season. I mean, let's say Houston did win. And Gonzaga, people are going to be like, I mean, you beat Houston. That's kind of what people were saying about the Lakers last year. They were like, I mean, you didn't have to play the Clippers and, I mean, you played Miami. I mean, as a Laker fan, I'm glad they won because of Kobe. Kobe passing away that same year. This year, I don't really care because I don't want LeBron to catch Kobe in ring. So, eh, you know what I'm saying? The ring that he got on his finger for number four is really Kobe, if you think about it. So, I'm not sweating that. But, yeah, Gonzaga needs Baylor to win. And they need to destroy Baylor in the championship game to give them any kind of shot at being, like, one of these best teams ever, in my opinion. Tell me what y'all think, but 
That's just what I'm thinking. But I'm gonna tell you what, Gonzaga's had this easy road. They had the number one easy road from the beginning before they even game started playing. So when the game started playing, we saw all these upsets, and Gonzaga's road got way easier. And they get more publicity. The mustache mug is getting all this publicity. All this publicity. Everybody's getting hype. Hey, UNLV got hype. UNLV was like, hey, this is what we doing. And that's what we doing. And then Duke went out there and had some talent and won. Baylor's got some talent. Baylor's got some talent. And they got some dogs at the guard position too. So, hey, Baylor's battle-tested. Baylor is battle-tested. And, hey, I want to see it. I want to see it. And if anybody's going to beat Gonzaga, it's going to be Baylor. So, I think everybody wants to see that. Um, tell me what y'all think about it. I'll tell you what, the tournament's been awesome. I think it's been really awesome because there's been so many upsets, so many storylines, so many double-digit seeds winning. And you're getting to learn these players and learn these universities and learn all this stuff. But at the end of the day, we want the best to win. And if Gonzaga plays Baylor in the championship game, we get everything we wanted. We got upsets. We got mayhem. We got crazy talk. We got this. Know this guy. Know this guy. Da, da, da. But at the end of the day, the champion is going to be the best. So this tournament's been pretty sweet. Uh, all right, next, NFL talk. NFL. I can, Yeah, I can believe it. Everything's about money. So they're going to cut a preseason game off. So from four to three. And, yo, did you hear what Goodell tried to say? He said, well, you know, most of the injuries come. You know, during the preseason, one of those games is a direct. Yo, just be for real with everybody. Stop playing these games. Talk about it. It's about money. Everything's about money, especially after last year with with COVID. How much money that people lost? Stop, stop playing. Just say we need to make some more money, yo. <laughs> we got a new TV deal. We try to make some more money. So, seventeen games. I know some of the players ain't happy with it. Da 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 da. Whatever. You're making billions of money to play a game. I don't even want to hear it. You know? I don't want to hear it. I'm one of them type people. You know what I mean? So, um, And if they're keeping this, what they said was, the last game, the 17th game, you will play the team. Like, here's an example. The Redskins, they won the East. NFC East. So they're number one team. They're going to play the number one team in the AFC East, which is Buffalo. If they do that for, for as the schedule, Think about how awesome that would be every year. You would have the AFC East uh, versus the NFC East battle, and then the second-place team would battle, third-place team would battle, and so on, and so on through all the divisions. That's how your last game would be. Think about the rivalries you could you could make up. There's, I mean, think about it. A lot of teams are either going to be first, second, third, or fourth, and rivalries will build. The more years build up on this, the more years will happen. And then if something were to happen where what is those rivalries met the Super Bowl. How big would that make it? You know, so I think that that's a huge thing. As long as they keep it that way, I think that's sweet, man. I think that could be sweet stuff going on um, as as the last game. You know what I mean? So tell me what y'all think about that. Because, I mean, the way the schedule is now, you're playing this, you're playing this, and it's based on this and this, based on your record. But that last game is based on NFC East versus AFC East. NFC West versus AFC West. I love that, yo. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. I hope they keep it like that. Um, and it's an extra game of football, which means an extra week of fantasy football. Who doesn't love fantasy football extra week? You know what I mean? We get an extra week up before the trade deadline. We get an extra week, you know what I'm saying, getting ready for the playoffs. I mean, come on, man. More football is excellent football. 
And when XFL gets all their stuff going, I'll probably play some fantasy XFL too. XFL, CFL mix, whatever it's called. So I'm all for it. I'm hype. I'm happy. Um, I can't wait. And it's starting this year. That's what's up. Um, all right. So the draft. Who's going where? What's going on? We making trades. Everybody making trades. Who's going what? Um, the one thing I am happy about is my Washington squad said Ryan Fitzpatrick will start the season in camp as the number one starter, but he will have competition for that, which tells me that we're trying to get somebody else in there also. Thank the Lord. I mean, thank you, God, that we got a chance. Now, if it's somebody, it's the Red. It's Washington. It's probably going to be a bum. But anyway, all right, so the NFL draft, everybody knows Trevor Lawrence, number one pick, Jacksonville. What Brandon say? What you say yesterday, Brandon? You said, I mean, I think he's good, but I don't think you know he's on all that. And then I watch, I watch more tape on him and more stuff like that, and I'm like, he's dope, Brandon. <laughs> but I mean, but but you never. But the thing about it is, you never know though, because there's so many quarterbacks in this drive, yo. So we got Trevor Lawrence will go to Jacksonville. Number two is the Jets. They didn't take the trade that the 49ers did. So they obviously have somebody in their mind. And everybody's saying they're going to take uh, Zach Wilson from BYU. They're saying they're going to take it. They said it's done deal. Zach Wilson's going to be there. Done, done, done. So if that's the case, Sam Darnold's got to go somewhere. And Washington will take him. We'll take him. At least he's young. We'll give him a new regime. I'll try. I'll take anybody young to try. Please. Um, so, hopefully, maybe a Sam Donner will fall in our lap. If not, check out these scenarios. We got the number three team, 49ers, moved all, did all this trading to get up there. And I'm thinking to myself, oh, they're taking Justin Fields. They must just want Justin Fields or they're going to take um, Trey Lance, who who Brandon thinks might be the steal of the draft. He might, like the Mahomes type thing, he might be the one. I'm with you, though. I think he's a wild card, man. He could be he could be something special. Um, so let's just say excuse me, hypothetically, because they're saying that Matt Jones, who I thought was going to fall to us, I thought that people were, I didn't think he was that great. And I was like, oh, the Reds going to take Matt Jones, like earlier Mox was saying it. I was like, great, Matt Jones. <laughs> But, you know, just all this buildup and all these combines and everything, I'm sitting there like, are the 49ers really going to take him for the system or whatever, whatever, whatever? And if that happens, you got Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson, and Mac Jones as the first three picks. The fourth pick is Atlanta. Who has Matt Ryan? But, hey, there's new GM and coaches. You're not their quarterback. They might actually take a quarterback there and then get rid of Mike Ryan the year after. I can see that possibly happening. And if that does happen, who does Atlanta take? Do they say, I'm taking I'm taking Fields. He's a proven winner. Or do they roll the dice and say, I'm taking Trey Lance and let him sit a year under, under uh, Matt Ryan. So if they do take one of them, their fifth pick is the Bengals. They're not taking the quarterback. The sixth pick is the Dolphins. You didn't think they was going to take a quarterback. But if Justin Fields or Trey Lance lands in their lap, do they say, hey? I mean, hey, might as well. Might as well. They're right here now. So that's interesting. But 
if they if they being with Tua like they said, they're gonna get a stud, a stud offensive weapon. I mean, they're so they're the top line of stud wide receivers, and then Pitts at tight end is uh, unbelievable. So the Dolphins got a chance to get a stud uh, receiver if they don't if they don't just mess with that quarterback situation. But if let's say they don't take a quarterback, then the number seven team is the Lions. They're not gonna take a quarterback. Then you got the Panthers at eight. The Panthers, they're obviously they're not sold on Bridgewater. And if that happens, you know they're taking fields at eight. Here's the problem. The Patriots at 15, they're probably looking for a quarterback. Washington at 19, probably like a quarterback. The Bears at 20, Pittsburgh at 24. I could see all four of those teams trying to make a deal to get to that number five spot for the Bengals. Just because, just because they don't know what the Dolphins are going to do. Or they'll roll the dice and say, okay, we're going to try to get that number seven pick ahead of the Panthers to get it. So I can see the Patriots, Washington, the Bears, or Pittsburgh jumping up to that number seven pick to get whatever's left over between Fields and Trey Lance, which would be crazy. Crazy. So we'll see. It's going to be interesting, man. It's going to be interesting to see what happens. I mean, don't forget, man. If I could get Kyle Trask in the second round, the boy from Florida, I'll take him for the Redskins. Don't sleep on Ian Book from Notre Dame. Davis Mills from Stanford, later picks. I think all three of them can be something special. And don't and, and what? Kellen Mond from Texas A&M. I mean, these are guys that you can get later on that might turn out to be a gem. So we'll see how it goes. It's going to be crazy. It's going to be crazy. I can't wait to the draft. It's going to be tense this year. Um, UFC time. UFC. Ganu. Drew, what I say? Ganu knocked him out. And when I say Drew, check him out. Because I appreciate all the love you're doing for me, Drew. Put me out there. Y'all like some good lyrics and some good music. No, 540-CHOPPA, C-H-O-P-P-A, on SoundCloud. Check it out. That's my boy. Very talented, yo. Upstart dude. Let's go. Um, check him out. Check him out. Um, But he was wrong about it, Ganu. <laughs> Ganu won and now they talking and what I say about him I say he's like Mike Tyson you know he's in box office he's scared he's the baddest man on the planet um so if they're taking over boxing with somebody like him who's he gonna fight it's a no brainer John Jones John Jones then you're looking at big time fights like this would be like you know Tyson Holyfield Tyson Lennox Lewis you know what I mean these big time things with this big box office person I think that fight will beat all McGregor's fights as far as box office goes. John Jones versus Ganu, I want to see it badly. I want to see it. Um, women's Final Four. We got UConn versus Arizona. Stanford versus South Carolina. It's kind of like the men's draw. I, I like South Carolina. I'm a Don Staley fan. She went to UVA. I, I watched her when I was young. Don Staley was a dog. So I cheer for South Carolina. Um... They got a tough game against another another number one seed in Stanford. Kind of like Baylor. They got a tough game. While on the other side, the perennial favorite who gets everybody, UConn, has Arizona. I wonder what's going to happen in that game. But the thing about it is, is UConn shouldn't even be in the game because Baylor got screwed. That was a foul. Anybody that knows basketball knows that was a foul, and Baylor should be in the Final Four instead of UConn. But the money don't sit right. UConn got to be there. Now, I, th- I think it was an honest missed call, but... UConn gets breaks like that, man. UConn gets breaks like that. Maybe I look at it that way because I don't like them. Don't like their coach. 
And I don't like the fact that they get all the always the number one player all the time. So, but that's just me being a hater. <laughs> but um, I like to see South South Carolina and UConn in the final. That'd be nice. But we'll see how it goes. All right, get into some spring football. Spring football, what's going on? Um, like I said, I'm from Virginia. So some local local teams around my area, James Madison, undefeated. They traveled to Richmond this weekend. Both teams undefeated. And in the CAA, only one team can get a playoff spot with this whole new COVID thing, whatever's going on. So this is a big game. It's three of them that's undefeated, and two of them play against each other. So JMU plays Richmond, and I'm from Richmond, so... You know, big game, big game, big game. My son almost went to JMU, so that's kind of crazy. But the bigger story, in my opinion, is VMI. Yeah, Rick Hess, I said VMI. They're 5-0 and oh for the first time since 1960. You know what I'm saying? They can win the Southern Conference for the first time since I was born, 1977. How crazy is that? That's how crazy it is. Yeah, my son had a scholarship offer from there, too. Anyway, um, they could clinch the title this weekend um, if they beat East Tennessee State. And they would clinch the the conference's um, playoff spot, automatic qualifying spot for the FCS playoffs. That would be crazy. And the way these playoffs match up, you know, they're going to try to do teams that are kind of close to each other on the map. So suppose JMU played VMI in the playoffs. That would be big time noise. I want to see it. Once you see it, um, VMI is ranked number 10 in FCS. They beat Western Carolina and Wofford for the first time ever in school history. They got a running back that was from one of the local high schools here. And then they got my boy Austin White, who's a dog on the defensive side of the ball. So proud of you, Austin. So happy for you, Austin. You're doing your thing out there, man. So happy for you. Uh, he's a winner. Everywhere he goes, he wins. He won a state championship in high school after he left this area to go get it. But he went and got it because he's a dog like that. Um, then they got a wide receiver who leads the country in total receiving yards for teams playing in the spring. So they got some weapons. Um, they, they recruited some players out there to VMI, which ain't an easy thing to do. Uh, but the coach said the coach had a big coming coming to Jesus moment or something. I don't know. He, he changed his ways and his ideals of thinking. Um, whatever he did, man, congratulations to him. Congratulations to the program. Hope you keep it going. Don't blow it this weekend. Hope I didn't jinx you by giving y'all some love. And I want to see y'all play JMU in the playoffs. But if JMU don't make it, hey, whatever. You can go play Richmond. <laughs> and we're going to finish with Major League opening day today. I was going to talk about some of the games, but I'm not because I'm bitter. I'm a Mets fan. Our game couldn't play because the Nats can't stop being on COVID. They got three, four players with COVID. But anyway. Something that does make me happy is we signed Lindor to a $341 million 10-year deal. The Mets, they're one of the top four or five preseason picks to win the World Series. When's the last time you said that? The Mets, baby. So um, you might hear a lot more baseball talk than you normally hear because usually I don't talk about a whole lot of it. I'll talk about the Yankees a little bit because that's my family's favorite team. But uh, I'm a Mets fan. I'm a Mets fan. So we'll see if Lindors can do it, baby. But uh, thank y'all for checking it out. Um, I'm on the YouTube channel. Um, all over podcasts. Don't forget about my boy, 540 Chopper. Check me out. Spread the word. Uh, come on. Need some more subscriptions. Spread the word, baby. Join in on the debate. 
Leave some comments. Text me. Hit me up. Twitter. Something like that. Let's go. I want to talk about what y'all want to talk about. See you next time. Thanks.